I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Jesse. Yes, Nelson. We are here at the Game Developers Conference 2014. I know. And where are we right now? We are in the Wikia offices. Yeah. The Wiki games and everything. Wikis come from here. Wiki. This is the source of all wikis. This is the nexus of wikis. The yes. wiki foundry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. We can stop. I think I, I think they get where we are. Yeah. Uh, but we are here at GDC 2014 with a couple of very special guests. The specialists. The most special. One, we have Mr. Paul Dean. Hi, how are you doing? Close. Uh, he is he is he is very closer. I'm just going to put this here and hope this works. Oh. Uh, Paul is wh- where are you from, Paul? That's a hell of a grunt. <laughs> That's a hell of a grunt. I'll just put this here. It's perfect. Okay. Uh, originally, sure. Hampshire. Oh. Old Hampshire, not New Hampshire, Old Hampshire. Old Hampshire, the classic Hampshire. <laughs> but now I live in London. That's good. Which I wouldn't necessarily recommend. Really? Really? Yeah, but that's a separate thing and we don't need to talk about that on the Fair podcast. Fair enough. No. Okay. But you also have a podcast in relation to your website of... Of board games. Yes. And card games. Called. And any games you can play in the safety and comfort of your own home. It's called Shut Up and Sit Down. That's really good. And it was created now more than two years ago by me and my very good friend Quinns. Yes. But so now, now, we've, we, now we've marked both boxes. We've we, Quinns on the show and now we've got... And you've had oh, Lee who's been a contributor Lee. for us as well and Shit. he's been excellent. Oh yeah. yeah. The Lee's Netrunner... Post, which Jesse did art which, for, was yes. phenomenal. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading that. that. Yeah, really and you know what? Yeah. I really enjoyed actually kind of watching that happen because, um, you know, having known Lee for a while now, and Lee's not not necessarily into this kind of game. So yeah. actually watching her get into it, there was a period around Christmas where we had a big house party. Um, and I never thought I would see Lee play Netrunner. And it was Lee and our friend Simon. And Lee was actually playing, she was playing NBN and she was kind of role-playing NBN <laughs> as, yeah. as a right. media corp, you know, doing the jingles and doing the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Whoa! Like, that know, sounds like an experience. Yeah. Wow. You hack in and you get things like the pop-ups or the, the annoying... Whatever yeah, stops yeah. the hacker. Yeah. She was kind of semi-role-playing this actual <laughs> disruption. I hope she pulls that shit out at tournaments. Just yeah. To and you know oh what? Oh my God. It was, I mean, That'd it was be really fun. But it's really fun watching someone get into a game and enjoy it yeah. uh, and she's become really good at it oh that's amazing so I'm now the only person there who's actually <laughs> bad at, because I don't play very much but you played a little bit I've played now after the game with Anthony that's probably like maybe my 10th game wait Anthony Anthony uh, should I say Anthony or Anthony yeah, it doesn't matter it does. It matters to me. What do you prefer? Uh, I guess it's more fun when British people say Anthony because I don't get to hear that that often. Okay. Totally. Like, it's exotic. Technically, it's Anthony, but I prefer to hear my voice in a British accent if I have a choice. Really? Uh, and who are you, work Anthony? Yeah, we should work out a thing. <laughs> uh, I'm Anthony Birch. I'm a, I do a web series called Hey Ash, What You Playing, and I'm a writer at Gearbox Software. But you also enjoy Netrunner. I also enjoy Netrunner. But yeah, I, I like, like Paul, I have not played that many games, and I don't think I'm that good. So you've chosen to basically get the bottom of the barrel <laughs> Netrunner fans for this episode of your show. We like to cover the full spectrum yeah. here you see. We have people that are good and people that are charming. Now let's get Paul and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but you but you Titans just played quite recently. Yeah. Against each other. And how did that go? Uh, I, I scorched earth Paul into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had that happen before so I should have known that that, 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 that was a risk. 
I, 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 I did something that reminded me of a tweet that Michael Bro, the dude, made a crypt and 868 hack, uh, which is probably the second best cyberpunk game ever made. Um, uh, he had a tweet that was like, Netrunner is a game about having a really awesome plan and then accidentally winning before you can really fully execute that plan. <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> because I, was, I, I think I have, I, I believe what I have is, a, is a, technically a fast advance NBN deck. And yeah. I was trying to get some psychographic stuff out and give Paul, uh, give Paul a bunch of tags so I could do some really cool stuff and then just accidentally noticed that I had a scorched with my hand when he had three cards and a tag. So I went, okay, cool. <laughs> Game over. Game over. Which was interesting because I just um, had a peek at what was coming up in R&D and I actually thought, yeah, you're just going to tag me and then stamp on my face. Mm. Because it made sense from what I saw. Right. How many how many scorchers do you have in the deck? Two. Two? Oh, yeah. that's all right. All I've got, all I've got is the core deck, which I'm now realizing I'm not supposed to only have one core set. You're supposed to get a couple so you can get a couple of hard your, your, your rigs in there. Like, I've only got the one yeah. hardware console or yeah. Something. I think it's one, you're playing, two, you're competitive, three, you're crazy. Okay. Yes, and Jesse okay. and I are both crazy. Okay. I, I only have two, man. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, oh wow. Today we found out Jesse's cooler than Nels. Oh, no, yeah. what happened? <laughs> what did <laughs> do to the Terminal 7 lo- meta? Law of averages, it had to happen. So. <laughs> oh. Wait, that's in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> now it is. So, It'll switch. So what do you guys find? Like, So you haven't played the game much. Mm-hmm. No. What, what about it do you find is interesting? What about it is delicious? We were saying that it's kind of, it's a complex game, but it makes sense quite quickly, I think. The thing with mm-hmm. Netrunner is there is so much in it that I don't know about. But the actual core mechanics of the game are pretty simple. And a lot of the cards, you know, when I draw that first hand of five cards and I look mm-hmm. at what I have, I kind of, I know what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know kind of whether I'm going to start collecting money or whether I'm immediately going to start installing a couple of programs. The, just the concepts of the game feel simple. It's up to you kind of what you do with them and the direction you go in. So it's, even though it's a game that's not grabbed me the way it's grabbed a lot of people, yeah. I just find it easy to pick up and play. And I feel weird saying that because I feel like I should be saying, oh, it's so complex and it's so uh, difficult to fathom. But it's not. It's just not difficult well, to fathom. It's difficult like- to master. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of the sweet spot, right? Where it's like, oh, I understand the basics, I understand all the bits could yeah. fit together, but then you understand how all those bits could fit together on top of each other, and you're like, oh. But that's kind of up to you. I mean, yeah. immediately it's up to you how you're gonna start comboing whatever. And I, I've always played with people giving me decks, and mm-hmm. Anthony, Anthony gave me a deck to that one. <laughs> no, and I was like, I okay, like this Anthony. is this yeah, it's is more, it's more fun the first way. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just looking at cars, thinking, okay, this is what I've got. I will kind of not improvise, but you know, this sends me in a certain direction. And I guess it's about choosing a direction to go in with the cards that you have. And yeah, what kind of deck was it? It was a uh, it was an Anarch deck that was all about just trashing as much stuff from R and D as you can, and then oh, running out of the trash. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So because, no, no, noise glory run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah but but it, it, the weird thing is that like I don't know if I beat you because I played better or because I gave you the crappy deck. Like I, <laughs> I built both of them, and I have no idea. I haven't used that runner deck very often, so it could just be a piece of shit. And I have no idea. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, Paul had three points. Like, it wasn't, wasn't a blow up by any means. No. Yeah. Paul three points because I had forgotten to res my red herring and he would have had to pay That's 10 true. credits to because he got two he did a maker's eye or a, is maker's eye the, the three the, R&D yeah, cards right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he got two uh, agendas in that one maker's eye and I forgot to res my thing and make him pay for it but yeah, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I also fell into kind of the really obvious trap which I shouldn't have done 
I don't which know. Was... I mean, I've heard that you're supposed to just face plant into stuff if it seems like it might be. I mean, I, get, I think the timing of, of when you hit it maybe was not great because you didn't have the time to get rid of those tags. And yeah, you've, you'd advanced it twice. Yeah, yeah. I, ba I basically had a ghost branch a ghost out, and he, and he oh, ran into nice. it on his third click and could only get rid of one click at the yeah. end of the turn. And then um, Scorch, Scorch was the next turn? No, it actually went out a, a little while longer. I played two uh, SEA yeah. sources and then gave him two more uh, tags, or gave him one more tag. You stopped the second one. And I just wanted to get as many tags on you as I could because, again, I wanted to psychographics and really quickly. Which is what I thought the, was going to happen. Yeah. And then Scorch and then, Oh, well, I guess okay. I got a Scorch Death. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so much for my plan. Haha. <laughs> well, that's a thing that I often find strategically is strong, right? Where it's kind of like you have your one plan, but the thing then you build around it is other stuff that, like, doesn't necessarily is not reliable enough to be like this is what I'm going to base my deck around right. but it's a nice complement to what you've got going on yeah it's it's a really fun sense to have I think the thing I like about deck building is, I mean, I got, I got into sort of some deck building type stuff with Hearthstone. That was sort of my gateway drug. Like, we agree that it's like cute. Like, Hearthstone yeah, is a cute game. It's cute. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm, I'm now getting into this because you get to feel smart along so many different axes. You feel smart when you're building the deck because you're doing this awesome thing of putting your army together and feeling like, oh, I have this thing of power in my hands. I, I made it with my own two hands and I can use it to destroy human beings. And that's great. And then you have your plan and how you get to your plan. And then within just individual turns, you're having to improvise based on what's going on on the table and realize, like, how much should I just be sticking to what I believe my long-term plan is versus like, oh, well, fuck, I should actually go for this uh, this Scorched Earth play on him because who knows, maybe that'll pan out. I really like the, the fact that there's so many tiers in which you're operating and feeling like when you did something, it was your doing and you right. were the smart dude who beat probability and made it work. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, about like the, the this is a thing that wasn't present in the original game, which I'm sure none of us actually ever played, um, but the influence mechanic is in new to this version of Netrunner and I think that's what helps fuel a lot of the deck construction to make it interesting. Oh, yeah. Because before, it's like, you can just put in, there, like, there was no faction or anything. It's just like, just put in as many copies of whatever card there as you no want. card cap. You could have 40 sure gambles in your deck. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was craziness. Yeah, so well, the fact that you have this constrained small pool of 15 or less points of influence, like, that, the fact that that's a thing that can change based on identity is, like, a really smart design Yeah, and it just makes it, so, it makes it less scary for somebody like me. Because, like, when I was playing initially, like, I didn't have anybody to explain the game to me or whatever, and I'm, I, I think I'm just not as smart as you when it comes to parsing out board games. <laughs> because you've been playing board games for like two years, I've been playing for the last like six months. Like I'm just not as good at parsing out instructions. So you know, you're playing through and, the, and the, the manual never decides to remind you that R&D means deck and that HQ means hand when like it would be the easiest thing to be like, hey, the way to remember this is that there's a D in R&D, that means deck, there's an H in HQ, that means hand, but it never does that. So. Oh, I like that. Really I like clever. that. Number, right? yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really like good. That, that, that's, yeah. that, that's tip of the, the season. Yeah, I had, oh, yeah. To, I had to make that <laughs> one up just to, just to remind myself. <laughs> that's but, really good. Uh, this is a thing fantasy flight sometimes do with manuals. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Their manuals well, tend to be like reference, not, they tend to be more for reference and less for instruction. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, oh, I need to remember how this thing exactly precisely works. Okay, I flipped to the right page, fine. But it's like, I don't know how any of this works. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this, this is not really like yeah. <laughs> for you. But there's, there's this there's this three hour just precipice you have to kind of climb to get the basic mechanics down. And then once you get there, there's the, the game is actually really good at sort of easing you into stuff. Like the faction identities that I chose that Paul and I played with were the two ones that I chose to build decks out of just because they are so clear in terms of what the promise of that, that is, which is noise is like, hey, this is about just wrecking shit and destroying stuff and getting rid of stuff from R&D and then NBN is about just get tags on dudes. Get tags on dudes and you can do mm. a lot of other stuff with tags but just focus yeah. on that and yeah. having that focus is so liberating just as somebody mm. who doesn't have a lot of experience with deck building because it gave me a direction to go in. Right, right, right. that totally makes That's sense. That's interesting. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I've just been talking about kind of the fun of having a deck handed to you and just improvising. But, I don't know, does that help you then? Is that... 
I mean, because like, the, the the deck that you had has basically a whole lot of stuff. About it. It's got data sucker and it's got the um, the one that allows you to like access more custom R and D when you get a virus token. Medium. 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 It's got it's got a lot of those, but it's also got a couple of like just in case something gets screwed up and I lose those programs. There's you know there's some crypts in there and there's there's other stuff just okay. to like hopefully make that work. Yeah. But it's yeah I think hopefully what you you have in that deck uh, was like here's a plan and here are a bunch of contingencies in case that plan doesn't work out. I don't know if. That makes that sense. Is what it is, but that, uh, yeah. that sounds like a That's good design for deck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I have no idea. Totally. So neither of you have really gotten into a card game like this before. No. no. Yeah. I mean, not uh, that not that you are particularly like into it per se, but at least you find it interesting. Yeah. Right? No. I mean, I've I, I've enjoyed Netrunner, and um, I might not have got the bug the way a lot of people have. But, yeah. I mean, I really I see the appeal, and yeah. I think it's a neat game, and. You know, quite often if people are around and playing it, there's a pretty good chance I might slip in and play a game and enjoy myself. And I, I can see the appeal and I can see why people like it. But no, I never got into Magic. Uh, magic kind of turned me off a bit, actually. Really? I, d I don't really know why. It just never clicked with me. Hmm. Um, I'm a fan of Dominion, but of course oh, that's Dominion's more great. sort of deck building in the moment yes yeah, rather yeah, yeah, yeah. than uh, yeah. well that, that's kind of a little bit of nomenclature weirdness right where there's like there's the deck building like branch of board games where it's like oh you're building a deck as you play and then there's like yeah. the magic netrunner lineage where it's like oh you know you set up a thing beforehand and then you bring it to the table it feels like one of the things it. where it's like where the hyphen is in the title yes. of the right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> is it a deck building game or is it a deck like building game, game. yeah exactly <laughs> sweet alright any other final netrunner thoughts deliciousness thoughts or I feel like you're, you're expecting me to be an expert already. I don't know no, no, just no, no, impressions no, no. We, I, the thought no. is that as someone who sucks at the game and has not played it I <laughs> like it a lot yeah, this thing that I don't understand and haven't experienced very much of I think it's pretty neat <laughs> that's conclusive I, I, I think that's pretty great yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that, I, I don't think that's the final Fair word <laughs> well for, for, for two two final thoughts from me would be uh, basically my very limited Pong experience <laughs> that's what he does yes. we, just take sorry Anthony well, I will, I will lose you and will. I'll fight to you so hard. <laughs> you'll I will feel get bad. the tar kicked you'll out of me and you'll feel guilty the next day. <laughs> you know what? I, He's a man who lives the one up. We would, we would lose if a fight together. If you and I together. fought, it would be like just somebody just throwing two twigs at one another and seeing which one snapped first. We're the yeah. two skinniest men I know. They would both break at the same I time. I yeah. want to see this fight. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, I guess two things would be I always feel guilty whenever I run on R&D and find agendas by accident because I swear that <laughs> no, and this That's is what happened point. when we played. It's it's my netrunner experience feels so. I, I hardly ever go for servers, and I don't know if this is a bad thing. I just who, whatever I'm playing or whoever I'm playing, I seem to end up going just for that big stack and just mm. leafing through it and going, oh, there's an agenda. Well, the chances of that. I know then, exactly what you mean, though. Like it, it just seems like well, there's a whole deck full of these things. The chances of an agenda being on the top are ridiculous. Versus going in that guy's hand, there's only five. Surely, yeah. Well, an agenda. It's, or the servers. Yeah, or servers. And mathematically, it totally doesn't work out that way. But just just when but you're looking, yeah, yeah, always yeah. You're looking at that stack and you're going, there's no way there's something. So there. immediately, uh, I want to say I just feel guilty whenever I win because that's almost <laughs> always the way I'm. So, so, so are you like literally? Like, sorry. Yes, oh, that that's literally what he did when he revealed an agenda. He was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't know why you're upset. There's actually been times I've done that too. Oh, really? Like, you, may, you have like a stacked up number of R&D interfaces or your yeah. you know, maker's iron. You're like, that's an agenda. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, uh, it, I'm sorry. It, it actually does sound like Paul should just be playing Shaper. 
That's true. R&D Big Dig Shaper, you got it. Like that's if you if you like okay. attacking the fat stack, go green. And the other thing is, um, I always forget to look at people's hands. So if anyone out there ever bumps into me and plays me, just hold all your agendas in your hand because I hear it's a pretty valid tactic to do that. It it I is. Just, it it is. never occurs. No, advanced, advanced players are like I've set up my R&D lock. Here I go. And the guys like sitting there with like nine points of agendas in his hand. He's like, oh, I guess you're not finding anything. Those have been here the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, wow. Because, because uh, the, uh, the, the games that I definitely lose are the ones where I, after the fact, I'm like, I really if I just hit his hand. I hit his hand once. I yeah. one. Like, yeah. And it's because, it's because you set up all these great tricks. Like, all right, I can archives. I can sneak door. I can do this cool stuff. But the uh, eventually, like, you ignore the hand. Because you're like, I get one pull. He probably has crap in there, closed accounts. Who cares? But they, they, you can sit there on a bunch of, like, and know as a corporation that they can't get into your R&D. They're not going to score. They can dig all they want. Like, yeah. okay, go for it. And there's just none left because they, they've uh, ignored the hand. Yeah. I, think, I just a, think it's a really neat mechanic. Yeah there's, yeah. there's a thing about, there's like a psychological thing about certainty where it's like, oh, if I hit R&D, yeah. I know the yeah. thing on top, whatever he, it is, I'm going to get to look at it. But he, in has your no, hand, he, he has no control of what's in his R&D. Yeah. yeah. More or less. Yeah, but in your hand, it's like, oh. This even, guy's even though he would have gotten rid of things from his, his exactly. hand. He exactly. could possibly be holding yeah, five even agendas. Even if yeah. four-fifths of them are agendas, right? Yeah. There's still like this thing in your brain. If there's four-fifths Agendas, and you get the one that's not. You're like, well, there are no agendas in that hand. Yeah, Ever. exactly. Absolutely no way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah done. And yeah. I also love that the, in the game when when the dam breaches and the game's over, and you all breathe a sigh of relief. And you're like, okay, what was this? Yeah. What, what was this card that yeah. scared me for now? It was nothing. And you're like, oh, it's just gorgeous. Like, there's a little bit of a, a great wrap up, a great palette cleanse of the game, and it just right. makes you want to play yeah. more. Right. It was, it was this clicking moment for me when I was I was playing with my wife, and again <laughs> going through the, the instruction manual and getting frustrated at not understanding how to play. And I was like, but it doesn't make sense. There's so many things I have to defend, and I can't defend them all. <laughs> and then two games later, I was like, oh. <laughs> That's, That's the, the entire point. freaking point of the game. <laughs> it turns out I have to lie to defend things. That's the point. Yeah. Ah. Yes. Awesome. That's yeah. that. Lying. That's why the game is good. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you so much, guys. Thank you so much. We're back again. Yep. More and more sweet GDC 2014 talks this time. I can't get enough of this place. I love San Fran. I love this crazy place we ended up in. I only thought these things existed in the TV. It feels like I walked in on a movie set. It's basically the canonical yeah. TV or movie startup office, except it is actually real. Yeah. They are screen. There are TVs with metrics on them. <laughs> I'm sure that's what. That's 4.47 m. That's probably million. Yep. Which is a lot, but the needle is really low. So I guess they want more than that. And it looks like they've somehow gotten 8,000 people to stay on this floor. There's like so many. Oh, also it's true. There's, it, it's great. It is open concept. Yeah. We both work in tiny offices. I work in my bedroom That's and you work tiny. at a tiny office. My office is very tiny. Yeah. I think it's, it's good. I think it's a closet they've tricked us into buying. They're paying rent. For yes. That's what <laughs> anyway, we are joined by people who are way more interesting than us. Thank God. We are joined by... I'm Char. You're Char. Mm. What do you do, Char? Uh, I'm a writer. Awesome. Yeah. For video um, games? A little bit. Um, awesome. I'm writing a book. Um, a book I, about what? It's a fantasy book about oh. chaos and time and all manner of things. Bold. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, Grand. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it doesn't have a name yet. <gasps> That's all right. Yeah. No, no, no spoilers. Jesse's excellent adventure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's free. Char, take it away. Take it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Also, I, uh, I do some interactive fiction stuff and uh, nice. teach. I teach interactive fiction workshops at home in Dublin and awesome. do some lecturing. Do you use Twine? Sorry. Do you twine. Twine. Yeah. twine is is sorry for those that don't know. Twine is like choose an adventure. The game making. It's like an interactive fi- fiction engine, basically. Sure, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. Like, not, 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 not super well known, but very, very cool that yeah. you have a tool now. You can make a game by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Is there a place on the internet people could see your IF? Uh, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see all my stuff I post there. So, yeah. What's your Twitter name? Alpha Shar. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. And we are also joined by. Hi, I'm Teresa Duringer. And um, I'm. Uh, just here for the night playing Netrunner, which I don't play a ton, but I um, mostly am an indie game developer working on a game called Cannon Brawl. Awesome. Yeah, and it's a, it's basically a 2D game right now. It's on Steam Early Access, and it's kind of a steampunk fantasy artillery game, and it's all real time. Sweet. Yeah. I like it. That is cool. But, but, we are here to talk about Netrunner. Andrew, cool last. Is it Derringer? Like the small gun? That... It's Derringer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, we're right. Yeah. We are here to talk about We are here to talk about Netrunner. So, y'all, Char, you've played quite a bit. Yes. Yes. She knew and all the terminology. I thought she was some scrub. Char comes in, blows <gasps> me away. <laughs> Assumptions, dangerous. <laughs> At least I'm honest. Come on, here. Hide that in. What are you, what are you, what are you running? Uh, well, Playing, rather. I guess, uh, say you were running, that would imply just one side, but I'm going to talk about both so sides. So I run noise. Noise? Yeah. Oh, just like, oh bold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in my runner side, I'm all about trashing everything. Everything, all the time. just viruses. Just infinite virus viruses. trash forever. Uh, but I still haven't ever gotten the corp down to zero with that. So I haven't either. I've gotten... To do that, but I think maybe... No, I, I didn't mention this on me. the cast. No, 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 no. Uh, with uh, actually importing Keyhole into Shaper with Kate, I got someone down to zero cards mm-hmm. then they fucking pop two Jacksons pulled six <laughs> cards back yeah. and I still milled them down to two but then they won before I could mill them to literally nothing yeah Jackson is pretty much the worst thing to happen to noise yeah basically uh, but that's, what, that's cool that you're still running it yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to give up. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of balancing thing in the future for that. But, you know, I, like, I played this guy the other week, and he was like, he was like, what are you playing, noise? Nobody plays noise. You stomped him. Yeah, I stomped him. That's how you do. I was like, and that's why you play noise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Is like, hypothetically, yes, Jackson yeah. Howard can salvage your agendas, and that's nice, but you're also discarding a bunch of other important cards that people put in their deck for a goddamn reason. Yeah. Like, I was playing a game earlier, and two celebrity gifts, of yeah. which, of course, I have three, two of them went into the archives because of the other guy playing noise and installing viruses. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is really shitty. Yeah. I need those cards for my money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, 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 I do like the resurgence of noise because noise, everybody's like, well, Glory Run noise is dead. Yeah, but that doesn't mean noise isn't dead. Yeah. We still have great viruses coming out. A lot of been actually spoiled. For um, I, I don't know how much how much you follow uh, Fantasy Flight, but there's been some criminal splash that you can throw in noise. It'll be like the best ever. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's going to be really exciting. But yeah, I do have noise. And I think, um, again, Birch, and, and, and earlier Anthony Birch talked about him, and he's, his runner deck was a noise deck. And I think I think I, knew, I think newer players love noise because you are 
it's so active. Yeah. I'm doing one thing, getting two results. I'm getting awesome virus yeah. out, and I'm also milling your cards. I'm ruining yeah. your day. And it's really annoying. Oh, and that's yeah. the best that's thing. That's the worst like, part. I it's like you're like really annoying. Oh goddamn! Yeah. I have to throw that away. Keep your right faction yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah. Good. Definitely good. Yeah. What about Corpside? Yeah. Uh, well, I only made my deck like yesterday for Corp because I was playing Wayland before, but it was just disastrous because I just I wasn't getting it right for some reason. Uh, so I made a Haspiroid deck with a what's it called? Uh, next. next design. Oh, next yeah. design. Bold. Um, so yeah, basically like the whole strategy there was like uh, all extremely expensive ice. And then there was like, uh, what's the one? Uh, Oversight, Oversight AI, AI. and the Hasbiroid. Oh, and Bioroid Efficiency Research. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. One. that's janky. And like all well. that. But, oh, yeah. And the, whichever the agenda is, that, that also allows you to res ice with no cost. Beta test? Priority requisition. Yeah, that's okay, the one. That's Both of them, um, yeah. So basically, just doing that, I thought, so this just isn't like, going to work at all. I'm just going to be left with a load of expensive ice that I can't use. But I've played it like four times today, and every time it's just been like, people just been like going, fuck, I can't <laughs> do anything. I can't get in anywhere. It's just like a row of Wotans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, they just can't do anything with it. It's amazing. Remember and Curtain nice. Wall. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, Curtain yeah. Wall is yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah. Curtain Wall with an oversight AI. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. Cross faction yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Just remember, uh. you only have one Wotan out. Remember that. He's unique. Yes. Mm. I, oh. Yes. <laughs> okay, wait. Play, remember that. <laughs> no. Okay. I, is, I did that before once too. This is too. why I've been doing so well today. <laughs> we, <laughs> I had three Wotans. Okay. <laughs> All of them up at once? Well, I think I had two out at one time. Nice. Yeah, okay. That, that, I didn't know you could only have one. It, it, it's okay. It's unique. It, it is the only unique ice in the yes. game right now. Shit. But just, just, yeah. the way you tell is a, a, a super, super small pip. Yeah, a tiny little thing. diamond in the corner. So you brought yeah. your magnifying glass. <laughs> but um, that will say that it's unique. You might have one out. Okay. Yeah. Like, we only have one Katie Jones out. I don't know why I'd want more. But she has a pip there. You're going to see it. And you're going to see it on Wotan. And that game that you won, which hilariously won. But I was like, row of Wotans. Suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but, but not, now you know. Because Wotan's great. Yeah. And that's why we can only have one of them up. Okay. Yes. You can have a bunch installed. Know. You can have a bunch installed, but yeah. you can only brez one. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah. Sad. It's fine. Teresa, how about you? Um, how about me? Which what, what decks are you playing? I have been. Playing Were you just borrowing other people's what decks? What other people have been giving me? Yeah, oh, fresh. I, I honestly haven't played a game of um, Netrunner in probably a year, and I played a couple games before that. But um, so yeah, I've just been playing borrowed decks, and I've been playing the Runner. So and um, so you're fresh to the game, yes. but you're digging it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm I'm kind of picking up things that I kind of remembered but wasn't really sure about. Um, but yeah, I'm still learning a lot. Do you play many games like this? Like, yeah. like the building, like do you ever get into magic or yeah. Pokemon or I, whatever? I love oh. to play magic. I, that's a, that's I a, yeah. do drafts with my friends and um, I play like wow. Dominion and Race for the Galaxy. Lots of card games, um, okay. lots of board games. I mean, board game jewelry. I actually made a Netrunner yes. um, bracelet. So I was about to ask yes. about she's, that. She's pretty crafty. So you have yeah, constructed Netrunner jewelry. Yes, I have. Um, I, I, I did it actually using ice resin, which is kind of like a ironic <laughs> material. What? Wow. Okay. How, how thematically appropriate. I know, right. Yeah, um, I've just been making a lot of um, game-themed jewelry lately. Nice. So, yeah. So the Netrunner piece, it's like it's like a charm bracelet? It's like a charm bracelet, and it has a bunch of the art. It was really fun to go through so a lot of the why did you why did you select the pieces you did? Just because they were appealing? Was there some thematic consistency um, you were looking for? I think I re yeah, I think I was just trying to convey the feeling of the game. I think the game has like a lot of like this like sort of green and red and this sort of like cyberpunk oh, yeah. kind of vibe and oh, so yeah. just trying to capture that with some of the 
card art. Nice. So, yeah. Have you ever have you looked at the old so no, the yeah. original version of Netrunner, which came out in like the mid nineties. Yeah. Have you ever looked at the card art for that? Yeah, I did. In fact, when I was getting art for the jewelry, which I don't I don't sell, I just you know, sure. sure, sure, sure. So don't sue me. But um, yeah, I, I was looking online and I saw some of the older art and it. Yeah. It's glorious. It's a glorious. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, a mess. It is, it is a hot art. mess. <laughs> Yeah. It is the lawnmower man meets <laughs> like really bad drawing. And the thing is, I, I'm so new to Netrunner that if I had played with that original stuff, I'm sure I would have a special place in my heart for it. But well, I think it's charming because like I'm not very good at art, and I like love their stuff just because like, it's like <laughs> this is like bad. Just, they, they, no, they're does trying. Do you feel like you could almost do it yourself? Maybe. <laughs> God willing. Maybe. Could, could you could you go into Blender and build a really bad 3D model of a face? <laughs> And then make it purple, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That is old Netrunner art. Yeah, it, it, it is good getting another like art person on here talking about. Just it, it's rough, and it's a funny joke to make fun of. But like, they like those guys were legitimately trying. Like that was their craft. Okay, this is like cave wall paintings. I think. I think. Sure. No one, no one makes fun of the cave and like, wow, that was shitty. Look at this buffalo. <laughs> look, look at this buffalo. Like, come on. It's up? got six legs. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not trying to diss the old stuff. It's just the new stuff resonated because that's the stuff yeah. that I had played it, with, and it's it's and actually it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Like, yeah. and it's like, like um, they release the play mats for people that win, and they just take full res art of the cards, and they're always gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. There's fantasy flight. I mean, obviously, this is this is their forte, right? But they've gotten very good at sourcing like a series of really good, consistent artists <laughs> to do awesome stuff for the game, and it's sweet. Yeah. yeah. So what, what what is your favorite part of the game that you've experienced thus far? Hmm. Gosh, that's I'm kind of on the spot. Was um, it playing beside me? Because I'm, I'm I'm pretty a player. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that one. It probably, it that probably one. isn't. <laughs> um, gosh, I think it's just I think it's reading people. Like I think that's really mm, fun. Yeah. Is the the bluffing aspect, the like trying to figure out like their micro expressions when you're reaching for a particular card in their hand, or like how they feel when you're when you're kind of going to do a run. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what did Anthony say? Wise lying. That's what wise lying. Yeah, wise lying. Right. That is line. that is basically a very good way to encapsulate what is good about the game. Yeah, Definitely. I really like that. Yeah. How about you? You played for a while. Yeah, you, I mean, you, it's you, it's very similar. Like, you know, the, the reading still, people. That's still the delicious but, part. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's sneakiness, you know, like, it's like it's playing, like, it's doing really sneaky stuff, you know. That's true. On either side. Yeah, just both, both, both. being really sneaky and getting away with it, and then just seeing the other person's face just going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, yeah. that, that is actually something, like, obviously, playing the corporation, you have a lot of, like, hidden information is what you do, right? Like, all your cards are played face down, nobody knows what you're playing. But actually, on the runner side, there's a lot of hidden information as well that people who haven't played a lot sometimes accidentally give up. Like, oh, you've got a corroder in your hand. Of course, well, you got to play it. Yeah. But it's like, actually, that thing costs nothing to fucking install. Mm -hmm. um, so you should just keep it back for as long as possible because the corporation yeah. will put an agenda behind Stop a barrier thinking, yeah. oh, they can't get into it. And then they install it, you run on it, they res a barrier, like, okay, well, here's corroder, and now I'm running again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, crap. There we have it. <laughs> but had you dropped that thing immediately, people, the, yeah. the corporation would know, okay, well, this barrier alone isn't going to keep my stuff safe. Yeah. And but they I won't res that wall aesthetic that puts them three under. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's often 
sometimes the runner doesn't realize that also, even though they only have a little tiny bit of hidden information, like the five cards in their grip, that's still actually tactically really valuable. Yeah, we got five cards and we got four clicks. I, yeah. I, I triple emergency shutdown in a row. I lost the game badly, but <laughs> I just wanted to hit HQ once and then triple emergency shutdown. Because that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Cool is a word you could use. Yes, yes. I lost. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. Whatever. I was you, just watch. You, I was just watching you play a game. And you saw dude, my my win was kind of epic. Yeah, that guy just stim hacked into two and, ice behind an edge of world, <laughs> and I won with an out of action double nearly MP. And the was, next turn. Yeah, next turn. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, was pretty was good. Funny. But that was, again, that was a great match. And after the matches end. The palette is just like it, the, the palette's cleansed, and you get to say like, "Hey, good work. What was this? What, like, what are we doing? Like that 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 end of the game is like, oh, it was always in here. You should have ran here, or oh, I should have went there. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, everybody's also on the same playing field. Like the the victory, the victor and loser. It's like a so, it's like softer. It's like blended. Yeah. And you just do the deconstruction together of like yeah. 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 Help each other. How's either person could have won? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, oh you're right there, yeah. you could have just but done just, the thing. Ah honestly the opposite of what happens in Magic the Gathering when you play. Mm. <laughs> you're, That's right. True. you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So so you 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 play you, you both played magic, I guess. No, I used to play magic a lot until I started playing Netrunner. <laughs> that is the right I, way I, to actually, feel. I actually um oh, I forget his name. The guy the guy made Soulforge, he's like a card guy. Um, I backed this thing on Kickstarter. I oh yeah, it. me too. So yeah. far, yeah. yeah. And then Netrunner came out, and I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Netrunner came out. <laughs> but it's cool that like like you're both like game game like you're both game heavily, and Netrunner is is, is Netrunner takes away all my board game time. I think. Um, Nels, yeah, yeah, I know you play a lot of board games. I do. I mean, the only reason why it works is because I play with enough people who don't play Netrunner, yeah, which is actually when probably you good. With more than two people, like yes. you know, I mean, like I don't know at home, like we play a lot with our family, and our, like you know, which is like four to six people all the time. Yeah. So you know, it's only you can only play Netrunner with two. So unless a lot of people seem to play Netrunner, like we have here, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. You can get a bunch of games. Our family would just be like, eh, "What yeah. is yeah. this?" <laughs> <laughs> no. I think, I, I think you can. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like. Not a game for families. <laughs> I, However, yeah. I really want to see the video of you trying to pitch that one on your family. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really it's great. It's like my mom's really into bridge, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's bluffing in yeah, bridge. Yeah, but so, wrong. so you're a corporation mom? And <laughs> yeah, no, you're work. building servers. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Is this Let's on just, the email? Just, yeah. <laughs> it's like that, it's like that, but you can yeah. die doing it. Yeah. And then you Scare your parents away from the email. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What <laughs> a mess. Well, see, that's the that's the interesting thing I find. Like, even like, so some people have proposed a a bunch of like variant rules for Netrunner, yeah. where it's either like two v one, I've seen two or whatever hmm. solitaire Netrunner. I've seen that as well. Oh, the sadness version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've only played it like six times, so I guess that's what's going on. But yeah, like you're right. Like people mix it up in brain, and it's great because like the game is is bouncing away that you're like that looks feasible. Yeah. You so can I, do so double, double corp, double runner. Like, yeah. Like, I want I want to figure out how that works. I want to figure out a way. Like I don't know if the rules people have kind of like the alternate rules people have proposed for a two v two thing are actually viable, or if we should like kind of muck with them some more. But it seems like that, even though obviously it's not what the game is built for. There's still space for that to be really, really interesting. Yeah. The, fa- the fact Where, that a lot of people are building it, though, it means that it's going to yeah. be good. But that's like that's a hard thing to get because, like, when you're in Magic, like, remember, if you're playing Magic, you're over, playing right? like three or four or five people, whatever. It's fine in, like, because the weird there's circle. always one one winner. Yeah. But everybody's on the same playing field. But with like Netrunner, everyone's either a runner or a corpse. So it's you know. 
if you have two runners against two corpses, you know, you can be ganging up on one person. And right, yeah. Person yeah. Win, yeah. It's not going to work the same way. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that asymmetry would shake out, but yeah. I think there's enough design space where perhaps not like perfect, most tournament ready, but you can still have a pretty good okay. game where it's like yeah. 2v2 and it would be interesting and different and challenging. Yeah. 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 I did have a thought. One second. It's coming. <laughs> okay, so uh, do you guys have you ever drafted before? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in oh, wait, in so Magic, Magic, yes, but not okay. Network. No, 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 no. I know yeah. nobody has yet. They they barely came up. But so drafting was probably is my favorite way of playing Magic. Mm -hmm. uh, um, well, it's uh, the only way you can actually play and win if you're not extremely rich. So. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's why I don't like Magic. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I don't like Magic. We dodge around that. We don't want people getting mad at us for not liking Magic. <laughs> but but yes, yeah, so like, um, are you excited about the drafting? Yeah. Like, have you done a bit of research? You know, the kind of the way the way they're doing it in Netrunner. I do not. I, you guys talked about it on the podcast before, but I didn't like absorb the information fully. So because we're bad at podcasting, probably. You that, are that, that, that's bad. You're amazing at podcasting. I just oh, good. Bad at, mission I just accomplished. Bad at info, info absorption. Get guests yeah. that puff up the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> well, no, it seems like that the draft is going to be interesting because basically everyone shows up with. If you're doing a full draft, everyone has both a runner pack supplement and, and corp pack. Yeah. And then basically you just open them up, mm -hmm. you look at like the top 10 or whatever the hell it is, you pick one and then you just keep passing them around in a circle mm -hmm. and then you make some like weird 30 odd. You make the best Netrunner decks ever fathomed by man on the spot. Like drafting is a game and then you get to play a game. Yeah. Drafting spoils people that like this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I don't. I mean, part of it is is that like there's, there's like with your deck building and netrunner, right? Like there's so much about like being deliberate and constructive and like, oh, how do I want this thing to work? And instead, you just get this fucking hot mess, yeah, and exactly. you're like, well, draft, I guess draft. I gotta make this pony go. Drafting <laughs> is drafting is playing and winning with shit, and that's why it's so beautiful. Yeah, I feel like as a as a kind of new player that doesn't have my own perfectly constructed deck, that seems kind of more fun. Oh, I bet because I bet. then yeah. I have a chance that you know, like coming here, I'm not gonna really. Yeah, no, it's compete. way more fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Is that then usually somebody sat how... at home in their room for like 12 hours, like <laughs> pouring over cards? Right. Like, like honestly, we did yeah. today, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it's it. Not, it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that usually how like magic drafts work where it feels like a more chaotic and you're just like, I have this weird pile of stuff and I just have to uh, make it work? Yeah, but I think people's personal style definitely like pushes I think it I mean, it, depending on your personal style and what like really heavy hitting cards you get, um, will push you in a direction. So it doesn't just feel like mm. a total crapshoot. Exactly, exactly. Like you, like magic drafting, and I, I did WoW TC drafting, which is kind of just beefed up magic. Like they just switch some stuff around. But when you're drafting, it's like, okay, do I get a bunch of okay cards and win, or do I get this one anchor that I build it all around and just hope to God I draw it? And that that fluctuates so much before the game's even started. You're yeah. the, pist the, the pistons are firing when you pass a crappy. Hand to the next guy, like yeah. good luck. Pick something out of that mess. And like, oh boy, <laughs> they're rooting through it and they're laughing. Like I don't. It's it's it, it's it's why it's it's why it's good. Yeah, I don't know. I like I think with me and drafting is like I really suffer from this sort of brand loyalty problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's like when I'm playing Magic, it's like. You know, any white card, it's like, ooh, okay, I have to have the white card, even if it's a way crapper than the red card. It's That's like, because I want to build my white deck, you know, and it's like, well, it's I guess same with this. It's like, if I see an Anarch card or something, or, you know, I'll be like, ooh, but I want to build an Anarch deck, so I'm going to be trying to pull yeah. that in, even though it doesn't match anywhere. And it doesn't even I'll matter because influence it. is infinite. And, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I like, guess that's the, the difference between, like, with Magic Crafting, you still have to deal with all your land. Yeah. But ooh. in Netrunner, it's like, because the influence is infinite, it's just like, you just take whatever cards you want. Yeah. Like you can have like 
30 points of anarch influence and like 12 points of criminal influence and it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now I'm getting more excited. Oh, I'm stoked. And, and, I want to draft and, now. And he's, he's, he's like draft virgin. Like he didn't. Yeah, I've never done never it before. Draft. So this is, I, I really, I'm excited to just see Nels get through a draft and then be like. You should do a video version of Of just Nels, going through, just Nels like going through a draft? Video that, yeah. yeah. Just him like. <laughs> what is going on? Cards everywhere. Yeah, put like Benny Hill in the background. Like, That's basically what it would be. Yeah. I, will, I will make the worst deck. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be bad. You'll, you'll lose so hard. Yeah, I'm like, excited. Yeah. He's going to throw the tournament and be dead last. Like there's only 40 people here. Some of you ended in 41st like <laughs> what happened Nels make it happen don't worry about it let's do it, let's do it. Yeah. sweet well uh, any other final yeah. Netrunner thoughts give us, give it, tell me when that draft is happening yeah, come to Vancouver end of May <laughs> you come to it's Vancouver no problem <laughs> it's traveling close, right? it's cheap yeah. oh <laughs> but yes I mean like if like yeah it definitely y'all should set up some draft tournaments back home uh, do you guys do you, do you guys octagon no, because you can't see people's faces oh, and their eyes. You got a webcam and octagon that way. Like, like that'd be good. Actually. I don't think I, don't I want to see the faces know. of other people that play on octagon. Internet people. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Okay. No octagon, so I guess you can't put it. All right. Sweet. Thank you, Shar. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Yes. Cheers. Thank Pleasure you. having this. And we return once again, more sweet GDC 2014 interviews. Now, it's the same night, yep. but we are talking with New York University's f- professor? Sure. Professor Frank Lance. Hello. Hi, Hi. Frank. How are you? I'm Pro- good. Professor, I'm good. sure. Is that all you need to say? Sure. Like, yeah. Can I be one? Or <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Professor as long as you, Jesse. you respond positively to the question, are you a professor, then that's, that's the qualification <laughs> that you need. Perfect. So. Perfect. So. so the first thing I have to ask. Yes. NYU local meta. The local meta. You guys yes. just set it up like a we've been running Friday this for night? the past few weeks, and it's just Friday night netrunner at NYU, and the, everyone's invited. You bring a deck, you can come and That's awesome. play, and it's been a blast. No. We've had so much fun. About how many people you get showing up? Um, I don't know, fifteen or twenty, twenty-five nice. maybe on a good night. Wow. I guess New York's big. 15, but that's awesome. Yeah, That's true. I guess, There's a lot of human yeah. beings that live in New York. Sure. I've yeah. heard. There is a fun, like a core set of people within the game center that all play. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, originally we were thinking, oh, let's just get together on Fridays and play. And then we kind of just let people know about it, and other people started um, saying, "Hey, could, you mind if we come?" And we're like, "Absolutely, let's yeah. just make yeah, it a yeah, yeah. thing that's open to the public." Oh, that's awesome! Um, and it's a blast. And then we get like a, some really good folks too. There are these guys in the New York area called the Panther Moderns who are just a netrunner crew that wow. actually and, has been playing for a while and is really good. They're definitely kind of a level above us, the wow. local NYU folks. And, the um, Panther Moderns. Yeah. And this sounds, also, like, this so, sounds like the Warriors. They're, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, really, they're good at netrunner. And so they, they, you know, they play tournaments and stuff. And, yeah. um, but then also on top of that, they're just really cool. It's, Sweet. Um, yeah, it's like Null Sleep and some some other um, kind of chiptune musicians and and um, what? yeah like okay like can we, can we start again musicians. like yeah, super <laughs> smart, super cool super nice folks and they're also good at netrunner 
summer, and they show up and play, and it's wow. a blast. So, that, that's so cool. So we, yeah, so we've been having fun, like meeting those guys and playing with them and losing to them, and yeah, <laughs> like you do, and learning, uh, and and uh, but also just like we're but we're looking to get more people there. So if you're in the New York area and you want to come by on Fridays and play Netrunner, um, please, yeah, awesome. show up and. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So I mean, Jesse and I have talked about this before. I, I imagine this probably holds globally, but what we've found is like generally people that play Netrunner are really chill about it. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice, I don't know why that is, but I do think it's... Because it's like, it's a pretty confrontational game sure, at its it core. Is. Like, there's a lot of transgressiveness in the game, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to run your deck of cards, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to look at the top one, exactly. and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah. But despite all of that, it still ends up being, like, really jovial. <laughs> I think... I think yes. I don't know why that is exactly. I think there's a couple things. I think one is that competitive games, maybe contrary to their bad reputation, actually in general attract a good community of people. That could be. I think sometimes you get toxic communities, but it's mostly kind of on the internet where there's anonymity yeah. and there's like you're not weird, really a human like, being. You're just yeah, a voice and a bad avatar. Problems yeah, that yeah. encourage nasty behavior. Um, I think most like kind of serious competitive game communities, it, you've you've already like invested so much in kind of learning the game, and it, once you're kind of in, you feel like a shared sense of purpose with the other people mm, playing. Mm, mm. And I think that that overcomes the whatever hostility might be bred by the conflict in the you know the, the, in game, the game itself. itself. I, yeah, I just think you okay. We're we're in this thing together, and we're kind of yeah you know um, collaborating to produce this this right. little competitive right. scene. So. Um, but then on top of it, it just, yeah, I think it's, it attracts a certain kind of, uh, a person, I think there's the weird mix of like story and mechanic in the yeah. game, I think also encourages a certain kind of person. That's not that a might, that dick. Might, yeah, that, yeah, that <laughs> I think there's a certain level of, 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 of appeal to the game, you know, because of the theme and, and that yeah. might help. I don't know. Yeah, I've mentioned it on the cast before, but I fence, um, not like Olympic style oh, okay. fencing, like traditional Renaissance era style fencing. And like literally the metaphor of that activity is I am trying to kill you. Yeah. But despite that, like, it's never aggro. Like, all the people that go to the school in Vancouver, like, there aren't really any weirdos. Yeah. Everyone's just really nice and there to just be cool and good and just, like, do this thing that's it, it, fun. It's like, it's like the joy of play, I think. I think that's what... Honestly, I think you probably would find that in any high-level, like, competitive scene. I just mm. think, for me, it's just that there are not that many games that I play that are, like, that kind of right. competitive game. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a bit of a surprise. But I think if you played chess, you might, you might discover the same thing. That sure, that's probably true. Feel a kind of warmth and, and, yeah. uh, and, and welcoming spirit. Um, yeah, I, uh, but it is true that there's like a, there's a stress involved because of oh, the yeah. competitive element. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first game in a long time where I felt that kind of weird anxiety that, oh, yeah. that you feel. Like, I used to feel this playing StarCraft. It's like, oh, uh, sure, sure, yeah. Sure, it yeah. would burn me up because there's a person out in the shadows <laughs> right. and they're plotting to kill me. Yes. yes. I don't know what they're doing, like, but I know that they're yeah. using all of their energy and all of their intelligence. <laughs> to scheme my 
my downfall. <laughs> and it used to be like a knot in my stomach oh, yeah. trying to play that game. Oh, yeah. And I feel a little bit of that same ingredient in Netrunner. Yep. But somehow it's transmuted into pleasure right. more quickly. Yeah. It, for, yeah. for StarCraft, yeah. it was that was it. That was the whole sandwich. <laughs> I was eating that feeling over and over again. But somehow with Netrunner, you get you get that, you get that weird tension, and then you're able to like weave it into something better. Even right. if you lose, you feel yeah. you, you feel okay about it. Yeah. You know? Um but there is, yeah, so it's a weird, it's a weird mix. It's, it's a weird, weird flavor. Yeah. yeah, it is good how it so fits good. together. Yeah. Oh, That's what oh. I like I I actually like whenever I tried competitive not competitive StarCraft if I loaded a game and got yeah, online exactly. um, my, my stomach just sang yeah. oh yeah like there the, uh, yeah. you explained it so well like uh, you know there's that moment seven minutes from now where all of a sudden out of the fog of war we're going to emerge like yeah. 13 battle cruisers exactly. and you're just like well okay yeah. then you just pull out your LAN cable and go cry <laughs> yeah. but you're right you're right you're right the, the competitiveness in Netrunner it, it is a different thing because I think it's shared I, I, I always find a Netrunner when I'm playing a game and I'm really nervous I'm running like these play a trap deck I don't know and yeah. at the end of it the guy's like man you almost had me yeah. And right. like, oh, like, oh, he wasn't lording over me. He wasn't like, I'm yeah. beating you. He was just it's as free. It's like, true. The, the 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 fact that it's so miraculously well balanced yeah. might be part of the reason why it, it has right. that I, feeling. I, Even I, when you win, you feel like you just squeaked out a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I very I, I I love the guys that make it, but I'm just like, yeah, miraculous is an interesting term because the game is feels super balanced. It's crazy. I, I know yeah. they're amazing it is designers. Nuts. It's crazy. But there's gotta be luck there. There's gotta I be I can't something. believe how many times you as a corp sometimes you'll just like stack up huge credits like you'll have this huge war chest and you look and you're like okay well th- that part of the game doesn't matter anymore sure. I've already got as much money as I need blah 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 and then later on in that very same game it'll come down to like a single credit right <laughs> a one single credit, credit. Oh. and you'll be like oh okay whoa, whoa, oh I can't afford to do that I'm missing it by one credit yeah. and you'll think back to that time where you had that huge stack and you're like maybe I could have gotten one extra credit by being a little more efficient <laughs> <laughs> and it's happened to me several times it's several it is it, it, it's yeah. It, it, it's the, not like a weird moment. It's like, yeah. oh, it, it is so thing that happens again. frequently. If I had one more click, if I had one more turn, if I, if, if we've been sitting at six yeah. agenda points forever, like it's oh. happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, six agenda points. Splash one of in- indexing if you're a runner. One yeah. off indexing. By the way, indexing. I can't tell you how much I love that. Part. <laughs> so the other day, I'm like working on my deck. I've got my Gabe deck, right? I'm trying to make a really good Gabe deck, and I'm talking to James about it on yeah, Skype, sure. and and he. <laughs> suggest I put indexing in there and I'm like yeah I get why is indexing so good I know people like it but this is like how dumb I am about it. <laughs> he's like okay it's really really good I'm like what really because you're making a run and you're not even accessing cards free influence so anyway I, I'm like okay I, I get it I get it and so I put it in my deck and I can't tell you how often that has been the MVP. The clutch. Of a yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many games I've just straight up won with indexing. Yep. Yeah. It's and it's like until you run it, you don't get it. Like yeah. you don't see the value. Yeah. And it's e- so good. Like with I mean, with Jackson, it's obviously a little bit diminished. Like that moment when someone pulls that crazy indexing run yeah. and they go in again and like they blew a bunch more credits yeah. right there about Dagestan, you're like, yeah. oh Jackson. Yeah. Power. Yeah. <laughs> Although but really 
tonight, earlier tonight, I did an indexing run, only found one agenda, and then later on, he Jackson Howard did, and that was great for me because uh, I, the the top it was a the rest indexing. of the four yeah, yeah cards on top of R and D right. were bad, but he ended up reshuffling R and D, and I ended up winning. So nice. Um, oh, that's such a good card. <laughs> yeah. Indexing no, is. I think delicious. I think it's better out of faction. Like yeah. You're, oh yeah. Gabe and you're indexing me. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a, it's a yeah. It's a great way. I mean. It's any card that allows you to win the whole game in a single turn. Yeah, you could go from zero to seven in a single yeah, turn is a good true. card. That's let's be yeah, honest. That's true, that's true. Then it's also can be the, the the one card that gets you that final point. Yep, as that, you pointed out. No, I, so, I, I, okay, so almost nobody plays it, but I feel the exact same way about notoriety. Like. Because some, Notoriety like, is the one where you... It's like to, the good you, version of Quest Completed. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. They're, they're it's the one where you run ways. three yeah, you centrals hit, and you, you get... And, you, and then, yeah, you hit archives, R&D, HQ, and then you just play it and you get an agenda point. You just get a point. Yeah, the number of times... Like, I had a criminal deck for a while that was all about doppelganger and notoriety, mm -hmm. and then the number of times it was like, oh, we were sitting at six points, they built this giant ice fort on their remote right. scoring out, I'm just like, cool, that one, that one, that one, game over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that... When you just when you just need that one goddamn yeah. point. Yeah, that's another thing that, of course, all of my insight into Netrunner comes from James. He's a much better, he's better than me. <laughs> no, he, he, I, first he, of all, I played he Netrunner won our before, last tournament. I you, played you, Netrunner before James was born. No, that's, you, not <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. But you play legit old school. Yeah, I played old school Netrunner back really? in the day. Oh yeah. Oh man. I played Netrunner. One of the things I love about this game is that I played it back in the day and loved it. I played it. My friends and I played it, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is better than Magic." We that, that, was Richard, that was Richard Garfield's oh, plan. It was yeah. clearly to oh, us. Yeah. It was better. Like we loved Magic, but this game was the asymmetry, the yep. theme, everything. It was like so much more interesting. We loved it, but it really didn't take off that much. Like we no. didn't play it a lot. I, I, so we played it a little it, bit. It, is it because Magic became too much of I a think, beast? I think it's partly Magic took off and yeah. whatever. One of the things that's so good is that it. it that this game from 20 years ago managed to find a second life, crawled back, and, yeah, and, and so build cool. a better community. And now it's back stronger than ever. Oh yeah, that's so nice. Like it's the, nice that that this great game survived and and managed yeah. to like get you know yeah. you know flourish now in as a, as like a phoenix coming out of the ashes. Yeah, that the core principles were solid. Yeah. You just kind of need like a little bit of tweaking. Yeah. Like the CCG thing was kind of really not what was best yeah. suited for it's the true. game. It's true. And um, but. But it's not true that I that was not before James was born. <laughs> I think he was probably like one or two back then. And um, but all, but he he was the person who started playing this new version earlier than I did. Uh -huh. um, he got into the to the um, the living card game version of it. Yeah. Um, and I had just been hearing about it, and he was like, and he's up in Vancouver where there's like a really great scene. Yeah. And so he was playing it a lot, and I started to get into it because of that. And then I went to go visit him, and I started playing, and. Um, so anyway, you know, the basic idea is that, that was, he uh, is so much better than me and he gives me a lot of advice. <laughs> and one of the things that he said to me that was so smart is that, he said this the other day, he said, it's easy to find a line to six points. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's that, the thing. Like, that, it's easy to get to six points. No. Like, you got to find a line that wins you the game. Right. Yeah. And that was like a, kind of like another great So this has been a pretty wicked dad moment. Yeah. When your son re-reintroduces. <laughs> this is so painful. The last few days, because I have a really, I have a couple of decent decks. Yeah. And um, I've been playing a lot and getting better. And James and I have only played, you know, a few times. He shows that we've been hanging out of the past few days. 
and um, I played him and lost yeah. twice and came so close to winning. It was one of those <laughs> six. It was, it was six. so brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until oh. you've lost a game to your kid, <laughs> you know, this, this weird bittersweet thing where you're sort of like, well, I kind of can take some credit yes. for that, but mostly not. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it's really it hurts. But and he's yeah, he's brutal. Oh uh, no, no, no Lance, 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 no Lance, quarter. Lance yeah. is one of our stronger. He, yeah. won, he won our last tournament. He, yeah. He, we bumbled yeah. it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. solid. Ugh, delicious. But I, I, yeah. I, I did bluff a fake snare on Lance. Oh, nice. <laughs> but which like he, he, he got me that game. But like yeah. he actually stopped me. Just like he just waited. Like this is a wild card here. Like it was, it was, it was actually perfect. It was a like, great match. Great match. Great, <laughs> great, 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 great player. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Uh, any any final, final thoughts? thoughts some, some um, I don't Wisdom. know. I mean, uh, I love Terminal Seven. You guys oh. just keep doing your thing. It's such a good show. It's That's such a good passing podcast. the money now. I can't tell <laughs> the you bump. how the 20. often I check to see if it's updated. <laughs> and then, like, if it is, I I uh, yeah, I have a commute and I listen to it, and awesome. it's uh, it's the best. So Sweet. keep doing it. Thanks so awesome. much, man. And this thank was you very again much. like yeah, man. super good. Very glad you came out. All yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. Great. Cheers. Right. Cool. So the GDC 2014 Netrunner recordings continue. Um, I'm actually here without Jesse. He's off carousing or something. Uh, but but I still have three very good friends. With me we have Mr. Matthew Kumar. Hello. Uh, Miss Emily Flynn Jones. Hey. And George Albor. Hey everybody. Um, so Emily and Matthew are from Toronto, which is awesome. Represent the Great White North. And George is actually a local. I am. Yeah. Um, first we're going to talk about Toronto. So you guys are saying there's a bit of a Netrunner scene in Toronto. Toronto, yes? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting because, like, we, there's definitely one in, like, the game stores, but, like, our, our, our group of friends haven't really interacted with that group so much. Uh, we just kind of, with uh, Dave Burke, who worked on Oz, uh, Osmos, the mm -hmm. game Osmos, uh, he was, like, really obsessed with the game. I'd known it to play with, and I had always dreamt about playing this game since I learned of it in the 90s and never played it. And then <laughs> one weekend, we just... We were all went. We all went. Let's do it, you know. And then it was shortly after, a few months after, that you actually came to town. Yeah. And then we all learned how to actually play the game properly. <laughs> and then since then, we started our own small sort of meta. There's maybe like ten people or something that rotate yeah. in and out, and we just meet and play games. We haven't really done anything seriously, but that's the, awesome. The first like kind of like tournaments are beginning to happen over the season. You know, store championships and mm -hmm. stuff, and we're kind of excited to get involved with that. I just realized I should. I've done the terrible thing I do, where I ask people to come on the podcast. I don't actually ask them to say what the, who they are and what they do. So, to back up briefly, Matthew, uh, what do you do? Oh, I, I'm, I'm a game developer. Uh, I run a company called MK Ultra Games, and we're, we're making a game called uh, Night and Damsel, which uh, we're showing on the show floor at GDC here hey. this year. And hopefully that goes well and I don't leave in tears. Yay! <laughs> Emily, how about you? Uh, I'm a research fellow at York University in Toronto, and I do kind of games-adjacent stuff. It's mostly about game aesthetics and subcultures, so... A sub a subculture like Netrunner, L perhaps. Like that. <laughs> you should find a way to get a grant from the government to, to do run an Nets? ethnographic ah. study about Netrunner. Well, I liked the idea earlier. We were talking about collecting data uh, on what kind of corps are popular in what areas and yes. what that tells us about. Because you guys were yeah. saying 
and, and this pleases me greatly, that apparently Jinteki is tremendously popular in Toronto. Yeah, um, or in Ontario or something, because when they did the... You, you mentioned it on the podcast before, but when they did this stuff on Finance Place website, where they yeah. were saying, here's what all the... And most places like NBN, HB, mm-hmm. with this big smattering of Wayland and not too much Jinteki, Toronto is like 40% gin, like Jinteki at the yeah. championships they've already had. And even within our small group, almost everybody plays Jinteki all the time. Oh, it's fascinating. Which means that... Uh, as tonight, all I do is just run into Hawkeye grids and fetals and die because I'm <laughs> curious and just can't ref- resist. Just you can't know, help. even with I should have double double public sympathies and then I'd have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, so do you guys find there's like, do you actually find there's a bit of mapping between like who the people are and what they like to play? I'm I'm still not sure if it's like it feels like there's definitely a bit of like personality synthesis where it's like oh I kind of like this stuff so I gravitate toward these corporations but I don't know if that's just me seeing what I want to see. We don't know some of the guys in the group so well outside mm. of the Netrunner so I can tell they're that kind of Genteki player but I don't know what that says about them yet. I see. I think actually one of the there's a really good article that's about magic I read on the Wizards of the Coast website that describes the type of player of magic. Really? And the way it describes it so there's like a names it's like Jack and Johnny and stuff or whatever and um, I think actually it's more about deck building but I think it, that reflects in actually what players are like Hmm. Which is because like Jack is a character. He just he finds a card. He's like uh, you know like a wraparound or whatever, and yeah. he's like, "This is amazing. I'm gonna. I want this card to be my thing." And he doesn't care like how his deck is constructed as long as sometimes he wins with that card or whatever. Uh. You know, like uh, wraparound's not a really good example, but right. but you know what I mean. Like yeah. just they pick a card, and there's another guy who is just like who's actually me. You'll because maybe from we saw play tonight, he just goes, "What is the card that no one is playing? Right? Can you actually make this work?" And yeah, he, play, he plays that game and then the other guy is just the guy who has to win at all costs so he just plays an Andromeda deck do you right. know what I mean like, <laughs> yep, and I thought yep. like I thought that's pretty much the, the, the split you know there's right. there's people who like to you know like find what's the the you know the, the, the net runner hipsters who want to play your security subcontracts right um, I love it I love and uh, you know then there's the people who are like I gotta win and there's people who just like they, they just get obsessed with like those big money cards you know right. those crazy you know Hasbiroid ice yeah. and stuff you know well I'm probably the jack like the loyal player to my own detriment I'm like I want to get to know this even if I'm not feeling like it's getting anywhere so mm, I'm mm. still on shaper and I can't get rid of her because I feel like I haven't found that, that, that harmony yet. quite yet. And then, yeah. yeah, and then Matthew's just the, the weirdo. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is probably useless, but let's have a go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you usually do, George? Oh, What's gosh. your flavor? Well, apparently you named what I am. I'm a jack, apparently. So I tend to pick one thing and then just get obsessed with it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, what I is, think it's what healthy. What's the thing you're stuck oh, on right man. now? Right now, I'm desperately trying to build a viable noise mill deck. I just, really? I want to get that secondary win condition. Even yeah. with old Jackson Howard kicking around. Old Jackson Howard. I've gotten the closest I've been was I got a core the core one seven to six but they had no cards in their R&D really I like, felt like empty none. blank I couldn't tempt the point where I just said take three credits go and hope for the best wow yeah and I did not win but Crazy. it was good. It was really good. So that's what I'm going for. I'm going for that obsession right now. Nice. And then I guess if you go really specific thing, like weird hemorrhage. I love hemorrhage right now. That's I'm good. That's good. Hemorrhage. All right, so we'll back up because yeah. I'm still terrible. Oh, yes. What do you do? Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, I am George. I do uh, games criticism for Pop Matters and Experience Points. And Experience Points podcast. I, the podcast as well. That's very yes. good. People Thank should you. listen to it if yes, they like the, digital yes. games. Yes, all games. Uh, and then I also do community development for Wikia. So I sort of manage all of our fans 
fandom around video games. Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. It's fun. So, it's good stuff. How long have you been playing Netrunner for? I've actually relatively new. I've probably been playing since last year, November. Okay. Well, that's so a, that's not, a, not that's too a long. amount of time. Yeah. Um, and I've been to a couple tournaments and I've played around in the Bay Area. It's a good scene, I think. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, you guys haven't gone into a full formal tournament yet. No. Uh, the first one I'll be going to after doing a red eye back home Ooh. is uh, the 4 to 1 Games uh, Store Championship. Nice. Uh, uh, but, but part of our team is currently at. Uh, part of your team? team you know what you I mean? Like our, well, our, our meta, our, our personal little group. You know, your the, crew? Our crew. Yeah. We're, we're not quite the Panther Modems, but we're, we're a crew. You know? I didn't realize that was a thing <laughs> until Frank Lance told us about that the other night. Yeah. That is crazy. What is there, there's a, I'm not aware of? There's a group of Netrunner players in New York mm-hmm. uh, called the Panther Moderns, and it's like... like they're a, like a Netrunner posse. They're, yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like a Netrunner they, street they, gang. They all wear um, like um, denim jackets with like the team thing on the back, yes. like a war jacket. <laughs> it's it's a bit far for me, but I can I can see if they're having fun. Do they do you know, amazing? Like, is that... I don't, you got Probably. Ask them. Yeah. Hold you down, yeah. give you a bunch of paper cuts with, with cards. Yeah. <laughs> with pairs, that's right. Yeah, no, they do that thing where you, you, know, you brush car, like a thing of cards across people's knuckles. Do you ever play that game Is in that high school? Yeah. No. Well, oh, that it, wasn't, it wasn't Scotland, like, just like, ah, it's oh, so of course painful. It was. You know, like, <laughs> this isn't fun, why are we playing this? Because you have to be tough. <laughs> I um, see. Oh, good. But, um, yeah, tonight there was a, uh, there's a, uh, two like games there's Snakes and Lattes and another one called Castle which are like board game cafes and mm, one is holding mm. a network tournament tonight so that's nice. probably the, the first of our, our of our group playing there awesome. so looking forward to the um, report we're going to get back as yes. to what, what was happening yeah you know? that's awesome <laughs> no no I you played in some tournaments here locally I did right? yes just, just a couple well, how'd you find it uh, it was really good everybody's super nice um, there was a, actually the first tournament I played there was this poor soul who literally bought Netrunner the night before oh my god and decided I'm going to go to a tournament <laughs> and he did not have a full grasp of the rules but he still had a really good time everybody walked him through no you don't have to trash your agendas face up into archive things like that <laughs> um, so I mean I think it was really good it was really rewarding I like going that's awesome them. yeah yeah. I've I mean Jesse and I talked about this on the cast before but I don't know if it's just like weird luck or the types of people the game attract or there's just like like other bigger games that serve kind of as gravity wells for like really angro, aggro, like douchebag people. Yeah. But most of the people I find, I've never found anyone that plays Netrunner who's really like a dick. It yeah. just seems like to attract a group of people. Yeah, like, I mean, of course, like, really at the tournament, you'll find most of the, like, the series people are playing to win, but they're still, like, stoked about it. They're still excited about playing the game. Like, I got a couple friends who are into Magic, and one of them, one of my buddies, he played in a tournament for the first time ever, and he was, like, just miserable. Like, half the people are just, like, they're playing, but it seems like they're having a horrible goddamn time, you know, and they're just, like, grumpy and shitty about it. It's like, well, it's... If, if that's the experience you're having playing the tournament, even if you're winning, what satisfaction are you getting from that? Yeah, I, I'm fascinated to see how the game's going to grow, though. Like, it feels like we're at this really, like, key moment for the game. Right. Like, to me, where it's, like, it's kind of, like, you know, you know, joking about hipsters, obviously, but we're at this point where, like, Netrunner's, like, a really hip indie band, you know? And, I, <laughs> and like, everyone really likes it, and we're really happy to share with people, but at the same time, I think that everyone has a slight worry that it's going to get kind of diluted and yes. watered down, yeah. and then the card pool's going to get too big, 
again. <laughs> things are getting screwed up. Like, I mean, because I, I mean, if you want to get really down to it, like, I'm really worried about currents, like, because it changes the game up so much. Oh. Um, and uh, so, like, as the game goes on, I feel like I'm kind of thinking, like, if I get, like, a good year of loving Netrunner, and then it's just, like, I'm, like, a hipster. I was like, I was there first, kids, and I don't like it anymore. You know, they're, they're not good anymore. Uh, then I'll be okay with it. But, okay. I mean, I'd be sad if that was the case. I think yeah. it's the speed of the data pack releases that has me concerned. Because yeah. already it's getting to the point now where I'm pretty good at convincing my friends to just come into the, like, buy the core set. Yeah. Then you'll just need one or two data packs. But I'm, I'm concerned that the next year from now, it'll be too steep of an entry fee yeah, yeah, yeah. for people yeah. who feel like, oh, well, I can't really compete with you if I don't have, have all of this them. single card from this pack yeah. and this single card from this yeah. pack. And, and that's the nice thing is that, like, I mean, even Cord is still very, uh, you know, um, Playable, you robust, know, yeah. Yeah, for, for the most part, Emily still still plays with court cards, and, and she uh, beat me tonight. Yeah, in fact. yeah. So like, it's totally uh, viable. Um, but you just, but like people, certainly people when they're coming to the game, and I tell people the game, they're like, ah, oh, gotta get Katie Jones into my right. Mm -hmm. get, and then I'm like, yeah, but you know, you can just play another way around. That's, I mean, as I'm saying, that's why I'm playing with like stuff like Secret Contract because like, right, determined to prove that every yeah. card has a place. Yeah, you know? it'll, it'll be interesting too to see kind of what. I mean, I don't think drafting is going to be a huge, huge thing, but there's going to be a little bit more of it so I wonder if that's going to help like kind of liberate a few of the like must have like one off cards or whatever so it's just kind of like oh you can get the core set and then like your buddy has a few KDs left over from some draft he did he's already got yeah. three so you can be like well you can just have these as well and then maybe that'll like I, I can bring that. the ramp down a little bit well, for I, entry I actually did a draft last weekend oh nice friends. yeah and how so was it it was very good actually yeah? it was a really Sweet. good time you were yeah. the first person I've talked to who's ever played there you go net runner draft um, yeah it's a really fun experience uh, playing the draft itself actually looking at the cards deciding what you want tossing what you don't want you build a out of necessity, like a suboptimal, kind of not a good deck. Right. Right? Like, you're just not, this is not a well-oiled machine. It's yeah. just a gross, nasty thing that's clunking along. Um, but I played with friends who don't actually own the core set. Uh -huh. So they play that, got into it, keep, are keeping the cards, and then who knows? Nice. Go by the core. Yeah, that's cool. Sweet. Okay. And I got my third sand sand. So. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I win. Did you, actually, win. did you straight draft it? I straight drafted oh, it. Oh, yes. delicious. It was great. Awesome. Okay. Well, guys, we'll take a minute of time. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Yeah, Good thank luck you. running. <laughs> or some other clever sign-off. <laughs>
Oh, thank you. Actually, sometimes, sometimes when I walk in the room and uh, my friend is listening to the pod, we listen to it a lot at home. And when I walk into the room, I have to pause for a minute and listen to make sure I know which one of these. Just are. remember, Jesse's on the left ear. Uh-huh. Yes, is on the right. Oh, okay. Yep. That won't be a case for this since we only have one channel out of this recorder. But in general, uh, yeah, well, that audience is what happens. members who are confused by your voices will not like the single channel yeah. this time. Sorry, <laughs> I, I think oh. they could tell the difference. Oh yeah, now yeah. there's meaningful difference. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys are in the clear. Yeah. Um, so at the show, you were asked to sign some Netrunner cards. I wow. Know. What kind of universe am I living in? <laughs> the um, best one. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I currently live in a uh, very serious board gaming household where um, we sleeve our cards. We don't we don't bend anything. Oh, yeah. Being asked to write on cards, it was really, it felt really sacrilegious <laughs> and rebellious. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Are you sure you want me to do this? But yeah, it was really exciting. I signed a femme fatale. Um, because of course. Oh, wow. Yeah, because someone, I need to get my femme fatale. Someone had seen a copy of my cosplay on the internet that I did that um, uh, one of my friends, Danelle, then went and photoshopped onto the actual cards. That's the pit, my, and then he put it in Octagon as his Octagon card. <laughs> our faces are similar enough that we, that we could pull off the cosplay. And um, yeah. So someone, I signed someone's um, Femme Fatale. Delicious. Um, and as you know, I play NBN Fast Advance, so yep. when someone asked me to sign their Andromeda face card, I wrote Sweeps Week on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. yeah. Love it. Love it. And then another friend of mine uh, from Twitter asked me to sign his Sansan, San, which is, of course, the MVP of my deck. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I, f- I feel obligated to say that it's Sansan San because everyone thinks it is, but I don't actually always use it. The MVP is mid-seasons. I can't, yeah, that's that's the game that I, that's, yeah. that's how I always play it. So, so you're still nicely in NBN land. Absolutely, yeah. I find that I'm liking to experiment and iterate a lot on the runner side, but I like the, I really like the idea of having intricately mastered a corp deck. Yeah. Um, because if I'm, pl- if I'm iterating on the running side and I'm running a lot and a lot, I learn about about the other corpse anyway, but I right. like the feeling of having one end of my game that feels really wild and loose and vulnerable and learny, and, and my NBN game is really, really tight. Right. Um, in my lo- I rarely lose in my local meta anymore, and cool. it's like... Yeah. <laughs> They're just sick of you, but yeah, I always find that the corpse is like your anchor, and the runner's like your yeah. experimental like, firm. Totally. Yeah. And I think part of that, too, is just because there's so much more hidden information on the corpse side, that being fluent with that is a lot more important. Yeah. Right, with runner stuff, you're like, well, I'm going to draw some stuff, and it's probably going to be good. Yeah. So, okay, here we go. It's actually, it's actually pretty pretty different. So yeah, I'm I really, really love my corp deck. And when I'm when when you're deck building and you're not good at deck building as I'm not really yet, um, like you have that sense of, you know, oh no, now I have to kind of relearn the game all over again. And, right. and it's that's that's why I like Netrunner because you never it's like a fish that's keeping getting out of your hands, you're trying to grab onto it. Right. <laughs> you can, it can never really be mastered. Yeah. Um, but it's also really good to feel secure and to feel, I know my NBN deck so well that I have a sense of really being in control of the game when I play, yes. and, and that's good. Um, yeah. and, so you, and to be, I can tell how good the other player is by whether I win or not. Like, it's nice to be, like, when I'm playing with someone who really beats me well with that deck I, and who really reads me well, that's satisfying. Yeah, and yeah. when when bad luck happens I, and I can regain control of the flow of the game because I know how to use my deck, that's cool feeling yeah. that yeah. I've never had yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were saying earlier that you, it feels like there are certain moments, just because of the level of fluency with your deck is so high that you know kind of like oh we've kind of crossed the point where all oh, my Jacksons got trashed yeah. or some other game state thing changed or whatever so you kind of know it's like okay unless they really make a terrible mistake yeah. they've got this one yeah um, it's if they take both my Astro scripts uh, yes. um, you're only running two yeah oh well, no three okay. sorry but if they snag two yeah if they have two got yeah it, yeah got yeah it. Um, yeah it's if, if the Astro if they have more than if they have an Astro script I, I win so little if they yeah. have two I'm like 
<laughs> you know. So this um, is not saying I can't win, I can't pull it, especially now that there's that agenda market research. Yeah. Um, yes. I never I got, have a runner that isn't tagged, so it's just a new agenda right. for me. Right, 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 right. Nice. Yeah, that thing's good. Um, I that's kind of part of the reason why I like Gentechi is because it gives you a lot of tools to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Yes. Right. Where you can be like some crazy, like super aggressive Andromeda. You're down like six points, and then you just get them to hit the wrong thing, and yeah. you're just like, well, sorry. Doesn't actually, matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter how many R and D interfaces you have. Uh, yeah. You blow it up. And that's a beautiful image of Andromeda, like surrounded with money and stuff, but she's just like zapped out on a bed. Yep. Like, that's really. I think that's like really, really poetic. Gushing nosebleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All your money could not save you. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Ah. Um, yeah, because you know, really, the the wealthy criminal is still part of the system and part of the infrastructure anyway. So that's true. That's right. I don't that's know right. why she's trying to oppose the infrastructure when she comes from it. I don't know. <laughs> you know me oh, and my man. beautiful no netrunner fanfiction. You follow this deep. I do. <laughs> Every time she taps up a card, I can't play the card the same way. Yeah. I can't play Jackson yeah. the same way after we had our Jackson. I'm still podcast. thinking about Jackson. I just rewatched Blade Runner. RF Sebastian. <laughs> Someone else said that too. But they must have got it from me. <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, probably. I, did, I, I yelled it on the internet immediately. Um, no, I mean, no, that's t- totally possible that someone else came up with it. But it's like, oh, that's that's what it's based on. It's like the probably the, yeah. the sad toy maker. It, like, because that's something that's really um, touching about the cyberpunk future. Yeah, it, there's a sadness to it, and I think that Jackson represents that sadness and yeah. that loss of innocence. Yeah. he's a good man. Sorry, but I mean, that's I hear wedding like, bells. He, <laughs> I don't think he's interested in, in women. Like, I don't think I think he's absorbed in his toys. Oh, like, okay. I think yeah. he's a permachild. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's beyond that. Yeah. It's yeah. So beyond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, delight. Sorry, gonna go here forever. I've been <laughs> um, so the other big thing that happened in between now and the last time we talked is you put up that fantastic piece on Shut Up and Sit Down. Thank you. About, which Jesse fantastically which illustrated. Jesse fantastically illustrated. In one day. <laughs> oh, good. I did all that in one day. <laughs> like you do. Like you do. Just, just out of the kindness of his spirit, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, but so a number of people, uh, and you mentioned this as well, have told me that like, oh, since. I read that piece from Lee, I really want to start playing Netrunner now. That's why I wrote it. Yeah. Everyone needs to do this. Yeah. And not just selfishly so that I can have more people to play with, but because I think this is an incredibly important thing happening yeah. in games. Yeah. Like, it deserves the League of Legends audience. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a beautiful game. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, yeah. like, even doesn't it doesn't matter if I come from a world where I've never really played a living card game before. It's like, I, I'm in games, and I can't not play the best yeah. game that's out there right yeah. now. I mean, so that's the thing. It's like, I also really enjoy... Uh, tabletop RPGs, but it, because they... So they're, like, even Netrunner, and this is kind of stuff you talked about, is that, like, it's a little bit challenging because there's so much at the beginning, right? And yeah. you don't see yourself as, like, a really, like, analytical, like, mathy person. Very intimidating. It's Very. just like, yeah. So, and tabletop RPGs are kind of have a similar but different problem. And you, yeah. you've written about them on Shut Up and Sit Down, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, we, we collaborate on, on doing indie storytelling RPGs, yeah. yeah. So those ones, it feels like they have a slightly kinder ramp uh, to get into, but it still has this big challenge where, like, unlike Netrunner, where it's, like, a bit intimidating because it's really, really mathy, like, more indie storytelling-focused RPGs have this other challenge is that they're so performative. And if you're not, if you weren't, like, a theater kid yeah, or that, whatever, Actually, my really close Netrunner weird. friend hates those games. Like, what, our main friend that we play Netrunner with, um, like, in our, the, the, like, the friend that basically motivated our local meta to form, he's just like, I'm not doing storytelling games. I just can't. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm... I'm 
who sits at the table. He's like, I'm not. I don't. He doesn't know how to bluff. You know, like he doesn't know how to do it. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, I, if you can teach me to play netrunner, I can teach you to lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's really, he's really intimidated by it. Yeah. But still, like that is a performing in a story context is like a really nebulous and fuzzy thing. Yes, it can be taught, but this actually has actual facts and numbers and things. Right. That I wish. I almost wish that they would develop a sort of starter, like a beginner, beginner's netrunner game. Yes. Like just a really stripped down, so super the, simplified. Like the, yeah. the cards are in an order yep. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That, so that there's only res cost and there's only, mm -hmm. um, you know, like strength. Super. Yeah. yeah right. Like just two factors. Yeah. And so that pe just so that people can understand the asymmetry of the game before they play real netrunner because. And, that, then, and then their head explodes. Yeah. Because it's so amazing. Yeah. That, the only thing that is frustrating me is that it's so hard um, for people who, especially if they don't have a, a gaming community around them, to just buy it and teach themselves. It's, right. It's really tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, so that's what I was saying about like indie tabletop RPGs is like that and Netrunner feel kind of similar on that. They're really, really awesome, but getting into them is challenging if you don't have either some awesome motivation, like this great piece you read on a website, <laughs> or like supportive friends or whatever, who's like, no, 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 this seems really janky and goofy, but like, give it three weeks, and you'll be into it, and it'll be great. Yeah. And that's like a big challenge, to, not a big challenge, but like a, a significant challenge to solve with these types of games. I don't know exactly the right way to do it yet, yeah. but I want to, because more people need to play Netrunner. Oh my god. <laughs> My, yes. my favorite thing is when they're like, okay, I'm trying to sneak Netrunner into my meta like it's like a bomb. It's right. like, I'm trying to like, oh, we should totally play Netrunner, but they, but they, but they want like, I've heard it's good. I don't know. We should, just, we should just check it out. Like, no, man, it's Descent Knight. Yeah, exactly. But what, what if I just, you know, put this in here? This, this has a Kraken on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's really, it's close. This one looks like a mean dog. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what form it would take, but it would be great if there was like, like you said, like a kind of like baby's first net runner or something. Yeah, like seriously, like they have alphabet books for kids with the letters are really big. They need like a net yeah. runner alphabet book. That'd right. Be really, really cute. Because the text is small as hell on net runner. There's a lot of it. <laughs> and even just having that out there in the world is like sort of an acknowledgement by the brand that the game is intimidating and so that people don't feel unusual or like they might be destined right. to fail yeah. if yeah, they're yeah. confused by it. Yeah. If it's known up front that it's tough to get into but worth it. But net runner yeah. is so full of beautiful failures. Yeah. Like how do you even pitch that to someone? Right. Well, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to lose this game, but you're going to have a great time doing it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's such a beautiful thing in a game, but that was really what I was struggling to articulate with the piece. Mm -hmm. And, like, people asked me to sign cards today because, like, they liked that piece. And I was I was saying to Nels beforehand, I don't know any other game where you can become, you know, popular and successful in that community by being, talking about how you're bad about, bad at it. Right. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. By talking about how you're bad and, and scared about it. Yeah. You know, like, try telling that to, like, Dota players. Like, yeah, no. you know, like... <laughs> you will get eaten alive. My input on this game was welcome, even though I'm not a hardcore player. So yeah. it's like, that's an amazing community. That yeah, is, and that is that is a thing about the community that like, people write into the show, like that is such a weirdly consistent thing about like, even even though some people are like, even the most aloof, like kind of weirdy Netrunner players still seems like they're still tremendously friendly and just want more people to play the game. Yeah. And that is like, having that like be the kind of default mindset of the community <laughs> is unbelievable. Yeah. And it's like, it's shit, this has, it's yeah, like, yeah, this coming has from to be, video games is a yeah. revelation. Yeah, yeah this oh, has man. to be leveraged because this never happens and this is an opportunity that I've can't never be squandered. Before, that, like, even when I'm terrible at it, even though, you know, like, I'm not like, as 
you know, like people are really, really nice. Um, yeah. Every time I tweet about Netrunner, I get nice answers. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> people are just yeah. friendly and not weird and not mean. Yeah. Um, I've no one has told me to like shut up and go get better at Netrunner. Like it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like Dude, and I don't so, know. Sorry, is a game gonna beat like internet harassment, bullying? Right. <laughs> like if I wrote a, if I wrote an article about how I was intimidated by Dota, they'd be like, well, this is why women shouldn't play video games. Yeah, like right. uninstall, <laughs> be better uninstall. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuck. You better not get in my game. Like okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And I maybe just that's because like the the I mean you can play an octagon whatever, um, but really like the fundamental act of play and everybody's like you have to sit down and stare somebody else in the face right yeah and that makes a big goddamn difference it's not just some like other person who is technically a disconnected voice on a mic or yeah. whatever it's like no you have to stare at the person and then like when they're having fun like doing well at the game even if they're beating you you still feel that you also should be having fun because they're having fun yeah it's about being vulnerable and learning in front of another person yeah and like you're both sitting at this table doing something that's really difficult because you enjoy it so much and yeah. that has to be a bonding moment yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really something. Yeah, it's and then and then you put a tournament structure on top of that, and it does the same kind of thing. And ah, uh, wait, so yes, since the last time we talked, you also played in your first tournament. I did. What did you make of that? Um, well, it was fine. I did better than I thought I would do. Awesome. Um, I but I also should have done better. I made like by the end, I was just like making reckless mistakes. Like I sat down across yeah. from my friend, my friend Sai that I was saying that started our local meta. He came to. He really just likes to play. He's not competitive. So when I sat down, I was just like, boom, ran over over like a neural katana or whatever like immediately, <laughs> immediately. Yep. Yeah, so, that's and, the best and I uh, I also did like a six token nerve agent demo run on a Jinteki hand which it had like three shocks and a feel in it or something <laughs> or no yeah, or like, yeah it was just it was a bad day uh, in a lot of ways um, but uh, yeah I did really well I was better than some people and not better than others yeah. um, Quinn's did quite well awesome yeah, yeah, he placed like eighth or something awesome yeah, cool. um, but, but you want to do it again yeah oh yeah awesome I, I've gotten so much better since then too yeah. now I feel like I do a good job. I've been yeah. training specifically about Jinteki yeah. um, because it really used to scare me. Yeah. And I used to really think it was a game about reading reading the faces and trying to figure out what's what and trying to avoid traps. It's actually statistical. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when you have to know when to and when to be afraid of things and when not to. Yeah. Like, and if you have five cards in your hand, you're probably going to be okay most of the time. Yeah, it's just it's about, about being cautious and prepared. Yeah, it's about reading game state yeah. more than it is about trying to get into somebody else's head. Yeah, <laughs> like, you do have to do a lot of thinking about what could that be and what do I need to deal with that if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but my, um, I, I have a Reina deck, and it's mostly uh, most corps, especially Jinteki, won't have a lot of money against me. Yeah. So like, I have to, I have to keep in my head what it costs for, for certain traps to be used. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and broke Jinteki is my favorite Jinteki. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and, a, and a keyhole as well, which is no fun for Jinteki. <laughs> no, yeah. God, it's, uh, it's really a your bummer. Your deck just shits all over Jinteki. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's keyhole with doppelganger, so it's like. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That, that's what makes me sad. Yeah. That's I, what makes me sad. <laughs> keyhole with doppelganger on Reina is really good. Yeah, um, I believe it. A lot of people don't like that console. Like Doppel, yeah, Doppel doesn't get it. Every time I play with someone, they're like, you know, oh, like, why don't you use Grimoire? Like, why Desperado. don't you use Desperado? Yeah. yeah. Um, this really works for it's me. It's like, because I get two runs. Yeah. That's the point. Well, the other day I was playing a game, I forgot that I got two. I, I was yeah, I was running twice every every time I ran. Like, every time I ran. Oh, like, instead of just once per turn? Yes. And, but, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, I don't think you can keyhole tw- twice off a Doppelganger. No. No, no. Oh, no, because that's a card. Yeah. Yeah. But what I do is I'll keyhole. I'll keyhole 
a few times, and then I can just doppelganger right into archives in the same time. Yeah, the freebie. Yeah, yeah. The freebie. And yep. just get it. Yeah. Yep. And and also because my, my breaker suite depends on data suckers. Right. Um, and you we, can yeah. charge them up. Yep. Yeah. So yep. that work doppelganger is great for me. Yeah. Yeah. As um, an aside. <laughs> yeah, oh, doppelganger, you're yeah. cool. <laughs> for a while, I played around with the criminal deck, and I think I might go back to it. That was about using doppelganger and notoriety together. Oh wow. Because like getting locked out at six points, where they just have this like like six deep, just gargantuan glacier remote, yeah. and you're just like uh, two crappy hands on the remote, inside job, real run on the archives. Okay, well that's yeah. it. Um, notoriety game over. Thanks yeah. for playing. Yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely love to try that. Oh, oh and who, who, who walked who up behind up? us? Who just it's, showed up? It's shut up and sit down's Paul Dean. Who oh, can't say? Oh, I've got to speak now. <laughs> yes. just, just for a bit. I think we're actually about to wrap up. Is there oh, anything really? else you well, want to say? He to the showed up. We got to wrap up. Yeah. Well, I just came here to have a look at this workshop thing that starts in like an hour, and the line is already. Oh, is this the experimental oh, gameplay workshop? Yeah, but it doesn't start for an hour. Paul, yeah. what do you think, Desperado or Doppelganger? As a title? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, as a title. Yeah. As a title. What is a better word? <laughs> Would you rather be known as the Desperado or as the Doppelganger? It would probably be the Desperado. Yeah. See, what did I tell you? Nobody takes my, my deck-building choices seriously. That's individual because Doppelganger just implies it's a copy of something else. And it but what if it was a copy of something really cool? But there's, it's still a copy, and the really cool thing is still the really cool thing created so by someone else. So if it was a copy of a Desperado, it'd be okay. On Netrunner Nights, well, Paul brings another game. Yeah. <laughs> it's it true. Paul, no, but it was great talking with you uh, yes. at the Wikia office. Yes, yes, that's where we were. That was at fun. The Wikia office. Wikia office. Where that phone cover still lingers. When you came did to you Netrunner Night and you didn't play Netrunner. I did play Netrunner. He did. He did. Yeah, yes. I played. Again, I played Netrunner. Yeah, against Anthony Birch. Oh, it was wow. great. Oh. And lost. That's okay. But it was good fun. Yeah, awesome. Great. It was See, good fun. Even uh, he is being slowly worn down. We're going to get to you. Okay. Uh, I think we're good, guys. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. Yes. Uh, wait, before we sign off, yes. I have to say I said RF Sebastian by accident. It's JF Sebastian, and the internet will yell at me if I don't get it right. Oh. Yeah. Boom. Sue, save that one. Yeah, thank you. Done. Well played. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, well, thank you. That wraps up our GC 2014 Terminal 7 Netrunner casts. Uh, obviously, I haven't edited this yet as it's being recorded. So I hope when it finally does get all put together that it doesn't sound too crazy. Um, as always, uh, thanks to either Matthew Martinson or Kevin Regami, whoever helps us put this together in a way that doesn't sound the worst. Um and for for if anyone gets wants to get in touch with us, uh, all you got to do is send us an email at terminal seven at idlethumbs.net. You can follow us follow us on Twitter at term seven. Um, and if you want to check out something else that's very cool and interesting, uh, Matt Martinson is still doing his EP per month uh, project for this whole year. He does this crazy dark kind of ambient music that's all really weird but really good the next one should be coming out very soon um, so you can check those out at mattesk m-a-t-t-e-s-q-u-e dot bandcamp.com and uh, as we mentioned on the last podcast 
Jesse and I are going to be hosting a couple of Netrunner events at an app here in Vancouver at the end of May. Uh, technically, the last weekend, the last day of May and the first day of June. Um, it's all going to be at this larger event called the Terminal City Tabletop Convention. This is the the first of hopefully many of these. Um, Jesse and I are running both a draft tournament and a standard constructed uh, tournament. Um, the draft is going to be on Saturday and the normal tournament is going to be on Sunday. Um, if you are interested in participating in the draft, you are going to need to get a ticket and thus the materials ahead of time. Um, there's a registration fee, which is $30 for both the draft starter kit and a runner side pack and a corporation side pack. Jesse and I did everything we possibly could to get the price on that down as low as we could. Um, so hopefully that's reasonable for folks. And then if you uh, come to the draft on Saturday, then you can get into the tournament on su- the standard tournament on Sunday for free. Or if you just want to come to the standard tournament on Sunday, or if you already have all your own sealed uh, draft materials aside from the starter pack, obviously, um, then it's just a five dollar entry fee. We'll have uh, prize kits from the latest season, uh, one for both. Uh, one for each day, so two prize kits in total, um, and it should be really fun. I don't think there's been a big draft. Tur- I don't think there have been any draft tournaments in BC thus far. Um, I have only heard of one down in Washington State. So folks should totally come up, and there's going to be more stuff at the event as well on Saturday night. Um, so yeah, folks, check it out. Information about the Netrunner stuff and the tickets you can get at Term Seven. That's a numeral seven. Uh, dot Eventbrite. Dot ca, and then you can look for Terminal City Tabletop for just the actual site event itself. Uh, and, and of course, if you have any questions about that thing in particular, again, just email us at term7 at idlethumbs.net. And of course, finally, as always, thanks to Ed Harrison for the use of his track, Tin Soldiers. Uh, it's from the Neo Tokyo soundtrack. It's really, really good. You should check it out. As we've said countless times, that's at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Mills gave me an Osama Bin Laden phone case. Why? And pretended that he hadn't given it to me. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yes, it, I bought it in China for a dollar. This part might not make it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to edit this out. <laughs>